The scripture of the day is John 14, 23 through 29. Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that ye hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. I love graduation Sunday. Probably one of my favorite Sundays of the year because uh, it just reminds me of how much of an underachiever I was in high school. <laughs> I just see all of these seniors' incredible accomplishments. I was like, man, you guys are way better off than I was <laughs> at that point. Um, it, this has been kind of a week of, of speeches, graduation speeches. Everybody loves a good graduation speech. Um, I had a chance to uh, speak for a little bit at our preschool graduation across the street, uh, and I tried to make it as brief as possible uh, because nobody was there to see me. Like The kids couldn't come in until I got done speaking, so it was very short introduction, welcome, thank you for the parents for allowing us to kind of walk through this particular point of life with our kids, uh, pray and, and then get to the picture taken, right? Um, and, and it's funny because uh, of all the different graduations that I've had, um, I can't remember uh, one single graduation speech. Um, I, I don't remember uh, what the speaker said. I, I don't remember all of their accomplishments. Um, and, and really, it's, it's kind of one of those things. It's, it's a funny thing because it's, uh, it's a moment uh, where you're celebrating these incredible achievements in your life, something that you've worked years to, to work towards, this, uh, this goal. Uh, everybody that sort of walked alongside you is there, and they're ready to celebrate that. And they, uh, they put you so close, you can, you can see those pile of diplomas up on the stage. Uh, you're, you're just right there. You can touch them. You're, you're arranged alphabetically and geometrically, and, and you're exactly where you want to be. And then you got to wait through somebody else talking before you receive uh, that validation, that prize of everything that you work for. And so I remember, uh, I remember being in that, that space in that moment, and, um, and there was all these other things that were going through my head, and, and maybe it was better if it was sort of a reflection or a processing of that moment of that weight and moving from one chapter of my life to another, but, but really it was like, make sure you don't trip. Uh, walk when they say your name. Uh, why is it that everybody has more cords and awards than I do? I probably should have ironed my robe a little bit more. You know, all of the normal stuff that kind of goes through your head in some of those weightier sort of moments. But the graduation speech is, it's a funny thing. Um, and, and if you do have a chance to sort of grab a, a nugget of it from time to time, um, you, you find that there's actually some really good 
truth that comes out of them. And, and it, they've got all the classic pieces. It's got a little bit of inspiration. It's got a little bit of hope. It's got a little bit of challenge. Uh, because really at that point, especially uh, graduation from high school or graduation from college, uh, you're moving from a point in your life, from one chapter to another, where there, there's no real new lesson or learning that you're coming to get at graduation. Uh, it's more of an encompassing of realizing that you're going from all the lessons that you've gathered to a new chapter to where you're putting those lessons to work. And so there is a little bit of inspiration. There is a little hope. There, there is a little bit of a challenge because there's a recognition that we all know uh, that it's difficult uh, to move from learning and theory to work and practice. And so we need a little bit of inspiration because we recognize that there's some challenges ahead. There's some difficulty that comes along with that. And it's funny because Jesus gave a little bit of a graduation speech in the scriptures. And this last part of the Gospel of John, right after he shared uh, the last meal with his disciples and he washed their feet, um, it begins what's called in scripture the farewell discourse. Uh, today, for our purposes, we'll call it Jesus' graduation speech. Um, the movement from the disciples going from ones who walked with Jesus uh, to now ones who are going to have to carry on after Jesus. And so Jesus is giving them all the things that he feels like they'll need, all the inspiration and all the hope and all the encouragement uh, that he feels like his disciples are going to need uh, to enter and to cross over into this new chapter of their lives. And it has all the classic pieces of uh, your graduation speeches, um, especially um, the, the characteristic that nobody's really paying attention to them. But throughout the, uh, the scriptures, if you read from the Last Supper to uh, Jesus' arrest and crucifixion, um, there's like five disciples that stop Jesus in the middle of what he's saying and, and pretty much ask him, what are you talking about? From Peter to Thomas to Philip to Judas... At different points, they, they all ask Jesus if there's one final lesson, um, some special truth that they need to hang on to, some special revelation. Uh, Judas, not, not Judas Iscariot, but the other Judas, uh, stops Jesus right before the reading where we have now uh, and asks Jesus when he's going to reveal himself to the world, as if there's this new revelation, this new moment that they're all waiting for. And Jesus says, that's why you're here. That's what you get to do. That's where you're going. There's no new lesson. There's no new learning. There's no new revelation. There's just the encompassing of all that we've learned and all that we've seen and all that they experienced as they walked with Jesus, now getting to put those lessons and that way into life, into practice. And so Jesus makes them a promise. And in this speech, Jesus gives them the very heart of the gospel message. That even though they can't see Jesus, even though they won't be able to find Jesus, that they will never be alone in this life. And it's the very same gospel truth that we celebrate and that we walk through today because we live in that very stage of graduation, that very next chapter that the disciples moved into uh, to where we can't see Jesus. Jesus isn't the one that we walked with on that road to Emmaus or along the way, but he said that he would ask the Father to send the one 
who would comfort us, who would teach us, who would remind us, who would advocate for us. He would send us the very life and spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we talk about the Holy Spirit as sort of the, um, the, the, sort of the, the second uh, sort of stepchild or grandchild to the other parts of the Trinity, whereas the Holy Spirit is the one that makes us all one. With the Father, with Jesus, with each other, the Holy Spirit is what brings all of us together. And so Jesus says the very life and the very spirit of God is going to come to you and will comfort you and remind you of all the things that I've taught you, uh, will teach you all the things that you need, and you will go and you will build the very kingdom of God together. Because you already have all that you need in this life to go and to do something incredible. And the Holy Spirit is a very unique identity in the face of the Trinity. Uh, we call it spirit. We call it ghost. We, we almost have this uh, almost mystical uh, sort of uh, uh, kind of idea of, of who this is. Uh, but the Holy Spirit, um, the word that they talk about, the Holy Spirit in Scripture, the paraclete, means to come along beside. The very life of God coming along beside of us. That we're never going to be alone in this life. That the very life of God is coming to us more than what we've ever imagined in this life. We have moved from an ark of, of the Ark of the Covenant where the Spirit and the life of God resided with the Israelites to the temple uh, to where people could come and they could see the building and the house of God to the Word being made flesh and Jesus coming to live in our midst and to walk and to talk and to teach us and to heal us and to show us what this way looked like to the very Spirit of God now living with us and among us, and walking alongside life with us. If there's ever a point in life to where we feel like we cannot see Jesus, the point is, is that now Jesus is living with us. The very life of the God, the Father, and the ministry of Jesus coming together with us to walk alongside us through the hurts and the darkness and the shadows and the struggles that we know that we'll encounter when we go from feeling close to God to now not knowing where God is. Those moments where it gets difficult to see God may just be because God is closer than we've ever thought to look. Living right beside us. And what I love so much about this farewell discourse is even as Jesus is saying, I'm going away, he's asking them to rise up and let's go on that way together. As we go into life, we know that we're going to experience challenges. We know we're going to experience darkness, but we go with the very life of God and we go together in a depth and a movement that's greater than anything that we've ever thought of or experienced in this life. Every time we experience a graduation, every time we experience one of those moments in our life where we move from one chapter to another, it comes with some doubts, it comes with some struggle, but it also comes with celebration because we realize that we now get to put to work the very things that God has put into our lives. So how incredible is it today? 
that the very Holy Spirit that was given to the disciples that came down to them at Pentecost that then launched them to start a movement in a church that transformed not only their lives and the lives of their community, but the world is the very same spirit that lives with us here today in Alabaster, in our families, in our schools, in our churches, in the ways of asking us, how are we going to rise up and help build the kingdom of God for those today that need it the most? So happy graduation Sunday. Let us go on our way and put that graduation to work. Will you pray with me this morning? Almighty and gracious God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for your life and your spirit, the one that comes along beside us because, Lord, we realize that there is struggle and there is darkness and there is hardship in this world, but you are the God that has erased all limitations and all boundaries and all distance between you and us. You are the one that came to be among us. You are the one who came to be within us. And so, Lord, help us to see your way, to see your life, And that we take the invitation just at the end of this chapter to rise up and come with you on the way. Because, Lord, eternal life is not just something that we're looking for in the life to come, but it's something that you promised us starts here today. So help us to experience your hope, your life, and your grace as we move forward with you. In Jesus' name, amen.